You know, I, I, I'm learning. I'm starting to learn some things. And I'm getting too exhausted. And I'm wearing myself out. And, and getting myself frustrated over stuff I don't need to be worrying myself with. So, uh, Keisha was bringing up... I think it was Keisha W. was bringing up on Twitter how um, Janet did some interviews that were not, that were very uh, damaging to Michael and his legacy. And, um, you know, I really couldn't say all I wanted to say on Twitter about, you know, because when she said that, I was like, what are you talking about? So she was like, look at the Oprah interview and Robin Roberts, those two interviews. So I went and I watched uh, the Oprah interview where she was talking about Michael. And I watched the Robin Roberts interview where she was talking about Michael. And you guys know that I am like, I love Janet. Like she is like everything to me. Um, You know, I'm sitting up or watching the song that I used to, I used to, every time this video came on, I would... I even taped the video so I could watch it over and over again. I used to dream about wearing this outfit, being able to afford to buy something like this. Because they were guest jeans and she had her t-shirt and those shoes, they were wrestling shoes. And I wanted so bad to have this outfit. And, uh, you know, she had that big butt and I had the big butt. So it was like, you know, I could identify with her. There was no other artist during this time where I could really identify with because most were like covered up or they had too much makeup on. And, you know, so Janet was just the right celebrity for me to, you know, watch their career. And, uh, she, you know, her makeup wasn't caked on. She was more natural than anything. You know, her dancing skills were just on point. And, uh, I remember watching her on fame. And so you guys know how much I love Janet. It's just, uh, as a black woman it was so important for me to see somebody out there in, in the, in the entertainment industry that was representing body types like mine. So, you know, um, I was young and, you know, I just grew to love Janet, you know, the older I got still, you know, was in love with her and loved her music and everything. And, um, you know, with this stuff about Michael, I don't remember the interviews that she did, maybe because I blocked it out and maybe because I thought. And I still think that she thought she was saying things that she thought were the best to say at that time. But in families, the dynamic in families is so, if you don't know the inside, if you don't really know the family that well, you don't know, you just cannot really begin to understand why Janet would say the things she would say to people publicly about her brother. You know, I I often think about, you know, how would I do in that situation? And being that I grew up in, you know, I wasn't raised in the entertainment industry, I, I honestly don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe I would sit there and say the same things and be honest and say the same things that she said, you know, um, but at the same time, it's like, why would you discuss your family business like that? And that's your brother. And, you know, he's a grown man. So why would you be discuss? And he's gone. Why, why even discuss stuff like that? Why even bring it up? So, you know, we'll, we'll never get the answers to that. We'll never understand at that time why Janet felt it was necessary to sit in front of Oprah's face, in front of Robin Roberts' face and say those things. And they, you know, they ask, they ask the questions and she answered them. And she wanted to be truthful. She wanted to gain. I don't know why Janet would say that. I, you know, to me, it looked like she was just trying to be honest and truthful. But it, she didn't say anything else beyond that. You know, they kept prodding and poking. Both Oprah and Robin Roberts tried to prod and poke for more information. Especially when they were talking about the kids. And Janet was, like, really protective. She was like, I'm not... You know, your fucking business. So, you know, I think the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes, I'm going to go off topic here for a second. One of the biggest mistakes that the Jackson family did concerning Michael's kids was letting them take those face masks off and letting them be exposed to the entertainment industry. They should have kept those kids in the same mode that their father kept them. Behind the scenes, not exposed, not talking to the public. It was like as soon as Michael died, the all everything was, you know, it, it didn't matter what the kids wanted. They were kids. They just lost their dad. So to me, I feel like they should have, you know, but that hindsight is twenty twenty. So I said what I said. But uh, going back to Janet, I think that she thought she had friends and she was just saying what she felt she needed to say. Um, That was soon after Michael had died. She did those interviews. You know, it, it was... I don't think Janet has ever properly mourned Michael. I don't think the Jackson family has ever properly mourned Michael. So to me, I kind of feel like there was some anger there from Janet or not understanding her brother or why certain things occurred or, you know, when she was talking, I just kind of felt her energy and I kind of felt like it was, there was some haziness there. There was some, um, maybe a little bit of anger, um, but that happens with loved ones. When somebody passes, like I was mad at my grandfather when he died because he passed away from colon cancer and he didn't let anybody know how bad it was. And I was angry with him for a long, uh, for a couple of years after he died, I was mad at him. Cause I was like, had he, you know, let me do things for him and take him places and go here and go there and answer the phone then he'd still be here, you know? But 
It is what it is. It is what it is. So, I kind of felt that same energy when Janet was talking to Oprah and Robin Roberts. It was like, there's like something there to where it's like, you know. She's spoken about Michael before and drug intervention and all this kind of stuff. And I remember those interviews. But I just didn't, I didn't really take it to heart. I'm tired of getting mad at his brothers and sisters. For what they did, what I feel like they didn't do or did do for Michael. I think Keisha, thank you, Keisha, for bringing that up to me. Because I, you know, I have forgotten about that. But it just reminds me that we really don't have to call somebody our family just because of their blood. You know, we really don't have to do anything for anybody just because of their blood. It doesn't matter if they're adopted into the family, if they marry into the family. If you don't feel a connection with them, don't bond with them. Don't be close to them. Just be like, hey, okay, what's up? Yeah, how you doing? And go on about your business. You know? So... I just, uh, I don't know, a lot of stuff is going through my mind. And um, one of the things I'm really tired of doing, I've said all I'm going to say about the Jackson family, his brothers and his sisters, and I've said everything, you know. Um, and I just, I cannot, I'm tired of being upset with these people. I just can't. I can't anymore, you know. Um they're people just like Michael was and um Michael chose to do this thing and they chose to do what they do they do or they did they made choices just like Michael made choices they had the same 24 hours in a day that Michael did you know it, there was no excuse for bad decisions there was no excuse for hatred there was no excuse for jealousy. There was no excuse for greed. But I will say that when it all comes down to it, I am thankful for how the Jackson family sticks together in the public eye. I'm thankful for how they've got this um, Hard Rock Cafe up and it's and it's got everybody and I've seen all the pictures of it's been posted on Facebook not on Twitter but I've seen a lot of pictures posted on Facebook and they've got Rebe, Latoya, Jermaine, Jackie, Tito, Randy, Michael, Latoya, did I say Latoya already? Janet. You know, they're all in it. So I think this is beautiful. It's beautiful. Tito. I miss Tito. So, I mean... They had uh, Miss Catherine and Mr. Joe. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I like that. I like it. I like the unity in pub, in the public eye. I like the unity. And what is not said shouldn't be said. It should be kept within the family. And I'm hoping that the Jackson family is learning this. 
that what's not going on behind the scenes, you don't need to talk about it publicly because people will use it against the family. Like, you know, they were honest about Joe and how Joe treated them. And then later, Michael did the Oxford speech. You guys go and listen to the Oxford speech. Michael went and did the Oxford speech. And it was like so beautiful. It was he was coming to an understanding of what it's like to be a parent. And so when, you know, when Janet did those interviews, she hadn't yet become a mom. And I feel like now that Janet is a mom, I guarantee you there's a lot of stuff she's thinking about with doing those interviews, especially after leaving Neverland. I bet you she never saw that shit coming. And it came out of fucking nowhere. That was That's the saddest part about it. Is that we do things in life. All of us do things in life. And we do make the same mistake over and over again. These interviews that Janet does with these people. She makes the same mistake over and over again. And openly discusses her family business. And you know what? For Janet, I I can't blame her for that. I can't get upset with her for that. Because she thought that she was doing what she felt was right to do. I can think of many things that I have done over and over again. And it took me fucking years to understand that, oh shit, I fucked, I've been fucking up. I've been fucking up. And now I understand that this is the way it's supposed to be. You don't do stuff like that. The only reason why I talk about my father is because he is nasty. And that needs to be talked about. And I want more survivors to come forward and tell their story. And talk about what was done to them. The more we get together and the more we talk about what was done to us and how we were abused the more we'll help others to stand up and not be victims, but be survivors. That's why I talk about my father. I don't say anything about my mom or my brother, except I have not seen my brother in about 12 years. I've not laid eyes on him. I've only seen one of his daughters. He's got four girls. I've only seen one of them, and that was when she was one years old. All the rest of them I have never met. My mom, I have not talked to my mother in two years. And it's not for people to know the details of what's going on with our relationship and why we've decided to be this way. But it is possible for you not to talk to family members and live a good life. It is possible. So, you know, there you go. But I was telling, I was, when, I remember when all this came out about leaving Neverland. And uh, I was like, why doesn't his brothers and sisters stand up for him? Why don't they say something? And it was said to me that, you know, they're really not good public speakers. Or they've spoken, you know, it was different answers people were giving me. One of them was, they're really not good public speakers. Listen to them when they give interviews. And then somebody else said, 
they're uh they've talked so much and they've said so much they're just tired they just want to live their lives so i was like i wasn't going for i was i was getting pissed i was getting really pissed off so looking at everything hearing the interviews i've i've listened to jermaine being interviewed over the last couple of weeks i've listened to i just listened to janet tonight didn't really pay attention to her interviews before i think i just blocked it out because i didn't think they were a big deal um because i understand family dynamics when i understand it when family members family members do stuff like that it was not productive for Janet to say something like that, it wasn't right for her to talk about her brother's business like that, especially with his kids, you know, and then Michael being gone, there was no reason to have that conversation. There's absolutely no reason to have that conversation. So, you know, it's like, I just kind of blocked it out. I didn't really get upset with her about it, but I thought it was unnecessary. She didn't have to say that. She didn't have to talk about that with, with, with them like that. But, um, you know, you have to, you have to really stand back and take a look at everything as a whole when it comes to families, you know? So that's why I didn't really, I didn't really take it to heart when Janet said that. Cause I was like, that's, that's just how some family members, they, they, they do that kind of stuff, you know? So, but, um, yeah, so I had been looking at a lot of different interviews and, I want to talk about Latoya's life with Latoya, her show. And, um, you know, it just seemed like the Jackson family just trusted a lot of people that shouldn't have never been trusted. And, um, you know, I think they set up a atmosphere for them in the entertainment industry where they felt like they were loved and that they were going to be listened to. And they felt like they had friends. And when Leaving Neverland came out, they found out um, that this shit was, you know, I'm pretty sure their life flashed before their eyes when this shit came out about Michael. Because who the fuck would have the balls to do some shit like this? You know, these people set this shit up. I mean, they... That's why the Jackson family has got to stop talking to people that don't give a fuck about them. Stop, 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 stop. (sighs) Yeah, so I'm starting to see little clips of that uh, interview that Vlad did with Tom Mesereau, and that's just, that just totally disgusts me. Ugh, so disgusting. But that's what... You know, that's what the fans wanted. That's who somebody in the estate wanted. Agreed to that bullshit. But y'all keep, you know, giving yourself to people that don't give a fuck about you. Just let them tear you down. Ain't nothing I can do about it. I can't do nothing about it. I can't do nothing about it. All right. Okay, y'all, I'm going to let y'all go. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Always remember, Michael, keep him in your heart. Keep him in your prayers. You know, he suffered here on this earth, and we're not going to let his his legacy get torn apart. We're going to keep it standing tall and proud. 